Hello, everyone. Welcome to Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 137, season six. Today's date is June 7th, 2022. And uh, thank you for joining me today. I have a wonderful show uh, to discuss with you. I will discuss the 60th anniversary of Spider-Man, the comic book character. And also, I will talk about Larry Lujak. Oh, I miss that man. He's wonderful. He was wonderful. Uh, he was so enduring, and everyone misses him to this day. I would discuss about his biography, uh, his career, my memories of him. So it should be a lot of fun. Okay. And this program is brought to you by Gleam Toothpaste. And here's a commercial from the early 1960s. Uh, the woman in the commercial, uh, you would. If you listen to her voice, you would recognize her. But on a TV show, her voice is different. So I will reveal who it is after the commercial break. Enjoy, everybody. Thank you. Say, you let them get away without brushing their teeth. Brushing their teeth? Why, for the last hour, it's been hurry, hurry, hurry. All right. I know we should brush after meals, and we try. But sometimes it's just not possible. And if you can't brush after every meal, brush often and always use Gleam. Between brushings, food particles and bacteria form a harmful deposit like this on your teeth. Dentists call it plaque. Proper brushing with Gleam removes most of this harmful plaque and helps prevent its buildup during the day. Come on, Dad, the break! Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Didn't brush their teeth again. They were late again, but we took your advice. We brush with Gleam now whenever we can. Right. Brush often, even if you can't brush after every meal. And always use Gleam. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial. Uh, The woman that is in the commercial, that is actress Jean Stapleton. Famous for Edith Bunker. She doesn't sound like Edith Bunker on on this commercial because uh, when she... when she played at either Bunker on the show, she had a higher voice and she was kind of goofy. <laughs> she was wonderful. I loved her, you know. And uh, uh, here's a bit of trivia. Um, Gene Stapleton and Carol O'Connor, uh, they starred in an earlier TV show, uh, not a series, but an episode of The Defenders in the 1960s. And uh, that was uh, that starred E.G. Marshall and Robert Reed from The Brady Bunch. And that's where they first, I think that's where they first worked together on television. I don't know about stage or anything, but I think, and I wish I could find that episode so I could watch it. It'd be interesting to see, you know, and, uh, but uh, she was a wonderful actress and, uh, you know, I still watch her reruns. Still a funny show. As for Gleam, uh, uh, that product's been around for a long, long time. It was introduced in, oh, about 70 years ago, 1952. Remember the commercials? And uh, 
you know, it was very popular. Then it went away know, about nine, the 1990s, but uh, the product returned, but not as a toothpaste, but an electric toothbrush. According to the uh, website uh, at gleam.com. So uh, if you can check it out, they look very nice. But uh, I don't know. I thought I saw Gleam in the what Walgreens one day. Well, maybe I was mistaken. I don't know. I'll check again. But uh, it was uh, it was a competitor to Colgate, Crest, whatever brand that was there. And uh, they came in flavors. Uh, there was a uh, peppermint gleam. I remember that. There was gleam two. They added the Roman numeral two on that. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I will discuss. I, I I'm sorry. I mentioned that I will talk about the 60th anniversary of Spider-Man and the radio disc jockey Larry Lujak. First, I'll talk about Spider-Man. I'll save the best for last. Uh, his anniversary was uh, this week. This yeah, I think this month. Excuse me. Uh, Sixty years ago, he debuted in uh, the com- the uh, comic was Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. And uh, it was, it says August 1962, but it really appeared on this month. That's like the comic book the date, like that. And for Marvel, Marvel Comics, and uh, it was the, the creator was Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, and it was a great uh, storyteller. And uh, the story was uh, there was a teenager, uh, Peter Parker, he went to high school. And he attended a uh, like a lab, you know, class. And then uh, the the professor was uh, demonstrating um, some radioactivity. And uh, while that while the uh, that was going on, there was a spider hanging from the ceiling, and it got caught by that. And then uh, the spider uh, got, got loose, you know, from this web, and landed on Peter Parker, and it bit him. And then uh, the rest is history. He became Spider-Man. And uh, he developed uh, powers like a spider, climbing walls, shooting webs. He had spider sense. You know, we, if, you're a big fan, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, you know what I'm talking about. And, uh, and he's been ongoing since, you know. And uh, there were other Spider-Men that took over. Uh, there's so many, his, uh, so many stories about him, wonderful stories. Now, um, He's my favorite character of the Marvel comics. Uh, I'm not a big Marvel collector. I'm a DC comic collector because I like uh, my favorite characters, Wonder Woman, and second is Batman, Superman, and then The Flash. But Spider-Man's the number... uh, He's my favorite of all time. I I did collect a few issues, so did my brother. And uh, believe it or not, when I went to Greece in 1979, I bought Spider-Man comics in in Greek. They were interesting. (laughs) I read them and I understood. It was fun. one story was about the Green Goblin where uh, he got killed, and he was his number one nemesis. And uh, so after that, uh, a TV show was created, a cartoon called Spider Man from 1967 uh, that was made in Canada, and uh, it ran for it ran for 52 episodes. Uh, it ran for three seasons, but. Uh, it was a, it was a great show. I love I loved it, and people stood to this day. And also, we have the iconic uh, theme song, 
So I'm going to play that thing song right now. Uh, forgive me, but I can't help it. It's it's a wonderful song, and it's and it, and it just won't leave your head. So here we go. Here's the theme song for Spider-Man, the animated series, not the other one. The first one from 1967. Enjoy, everybody. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches seeds just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes a Spider-Man. In the chill of night, at the scene of a crime, by the street of light, he arrives just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Wealth and fame, he's ignored. Action is his reward to him. Life is a great big pain up. Wherever there's a hang up, you'll find the Spider-Man. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song. Uh, that show, uh, I first saw it, on, I think, Channel 32. I think, no, Saturday mornings when they broadcast on Channel 7, WLS in Chicago. But the most of the reruns I watched was on Channel 44, WSNS, when they had um, regular English programming. And they, they posted the reruns, and I watched it every day. When I came over from school, I loved it. You know, I was looking forward to seeing what villain, what villain Spider-Man was going to fight. The Green Goblin, Electro, the Vulture. Uh, there was Dr. Octopus, you know. It was not uh, state-of-the-art cartoon. is very cheap looking, They uh, but they keep reusing scenes and all that, but it doesn't matter. And the... The music playing, that jazz music, oh, it's fetching. It's wonderful. I love it. I really love that show. And I have it on DVD. You know, I remember when it was first in us, I snatched it. I just grabbed it. I loved it. And uh, after that, Spider-Man became a live-action series, the first one. It was in 1977. Uh, it wasn't very popular because it didn't feature villains. You know, that was the same way with Wonder Woman. Not her like that. Um, it just... Showed, uh, like, standard criminals and all that. It didn't last very long. Uh, the man who played Spider-Man was uh, actor Nicholas Hammond. He was famous for one of the Von Trapp kids in Sound of Music in the movie. Also, he was famous as Marsha Brady's boyfriend, Doug Simpson, on one of the episodes of Brady Bunch when he wanted to go out on a date with her, and she said something suddenly came up. <laughs> I love that episode. It's hilarious. And uh, still talking to this day. He's still acting, but uh, last I heard, he moved to Australia. I guess, uh, and uh, hope he's doing well. And then uh, the movies came. They came very late. It took a while to get together. And uh, the first one was with Tobey Maguire. Second one was Andrew Garfield, and the third was Tom Holland. I love the movies; they're wonderful. the The first one with Tobey Maguire with the origin that's that's one of the best. That's wonderful. You saw actually how he actually became Spider Man, and uh, you know, just like in the comics, it happened where uh, he tried he he didn't stop a burglar, but burglar, excuse me, and they, and he killed his uncle Ben. 
And that was heartbreaking. So, and he uh, vowed himself to fight justice and uh, get get these criminals off the street. He's still doing that to this day. And uh, he's a wonderful character. You know, and uh, I hope he, he, he will live on forever. Okay. Also, there was an anime series in the 90s, uh, Spider-Man, the anime series. Uh, it, it was a good show. They showed all the villains. One villain was not in it was Sandman. I don't know. Uh, there was some mix-up or something. But the Sandman was in in the 60s series, so that's good. And he's also in the movie, played by Tom Thomas Hayden Church, who's a good character. And uh, that's not on video. I don't know what's going on. I wish I can get it, but I think you can get bootlegs. You know, maybe I'll get it someday if I go to the convention. Maybe next month when I attend. So we'll see. So uh, I don't know why it's not released. There are other uh, there are other anime series. But I can't think of the other ones. You know. So and then uh, so he's a very popular character. He will live on. Okay. Now, we are going to talk about Larry Lujak. Excuse me. (laughs) Tongue-tied. And uh, he was a wonderful radio disc jockey. He is a legend in Chicago, and he's still missed to this day. And uh, let's see. So I I will play a commercial. No, actually, uh, I'm going to play a radio uh, air check. For Larry Lujak, and this is from WLSAM 890. This is from August 1971. It's about three minutes long. So, uh, but this takes me back when I listen to him on the radio. So, I hope you can enjoy it. Thank you. Larry Lujak. Easy. It's the name of the band. Larry Lujak is the name of the jock on WLS 716. Picture your kitchen with a brand new cold spot refrigerator from from Chicago. The Lyle Dean Report. Apollo 15. This is Houston. But the elaborate wake-up call with the stirring music from the movie 2001 did not stir the Apollo 15 astronauts. It took a second call from Houston to awaken them this morning. At the side of the action ahead of the Larry Lujak Morning Show. Chicagoland weather, partly sunny and cool today. Cool tonight, mostly sunny and pleasant tomorrow. Today's high, 73. Chicagoland temperatures, north 58, south 61. In the loop at 62 degrees at 732. This news brought to you by Sun Oil Company and your nearby Sunoco dealer. From the WLS News Bureau, this is Lyle Dean. WLS Chicago. Wake up, and I will drive you out of the house. Right at tat 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 7.36, Larry Lujak on WLS at the Indian Springs Spa, located on the Rio Grande River, southeast of El Paso, Texas. You can find relaxation, breathe pure, fresh air, and enjoy marvelous mineral baths. You may find scenic pleasure in the mountains of the Rio Grande and comfort in the spa's facilities. You may also explore the uh, geology-type marvels which nature wrought all around the springs. Nature's most beneficial marvel, of course, is the piping hot mineral water from the springs. You've never relaxed until you've enjoyed the baths at Indian Springs. 
They'll do great things for you physically and mentally. After a visit to Indian Springs, you can face the tensions of the world situation and the fast pace of modern living with new vigor and vitality. For information or reservations, write Mrs. D. Elliott. Post Office, Box 190, Sierra Blanket, Texas, 79851. That's Mrs. D. Elliott. Post Office, Box 190, Sierra Blanket, Texas, 79851. No matter where you live right now, Panetto, or you a travel agent. Continental Airlines to Albuquerque, Colorado Springs, Denver, El Paso, and many other hometowns. The Edens is still not too bad into the junction. And that's the end of the good news. Stevenson is quickly becoming rather rotten from Cicero most of the way to the Ryan ramp. Eisenhower is loaded from Mannheim to Laramie. The Ryan is rough from 89th to 65th, and then not too bad to 26th. Uh, the Kennedy is slow from Canfield into the junction. We interrupt for a special message from your Ford dealer. Right now, stocks are at an all-time high. 18 before 8. Tuesday weather. Sky is the wrong color. It's supposed to be blue, but it's not. It's gray. But it's supposed to be partly sunny later on today with a high of 73. Cool tonight, low 55. Mostly sunny and pleasant tomorrow with a high of 78. A little bit warmer tomorrow. 61 now at Midway, 58 at O'Hare. Winds in northwest at 4. Chance of rain all day today is 0, only 5% tomorrow. And in the loop, along the lakefront, 62 degrees here at WLS. It's a windy city morning. A Larry Lou Jack day. WLS. America's beloved Tooth Fairy. Another secret adventure next. Window down. Okay, everyone, I hope you, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the radio air check. I uh, uh, found this on YouTube, and I posted it. It's wonderful. Oh, he had a wonderful voice. Wonderful voice. All right, so I will talk about his biography and my memories of him uh, very quickly. And uh, here we go. He was born Larry Lee Blankenberg on June 6, 1940. Uh, his birthday was yesterday. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, he passed away December 18th, 2013, and uh, his nicknames were Super Jock, Lawrence of Chicago, Uncle Lair, or, and King of the Corn Belt. <laughs> but I remember him as Uncle Lair. And uh, he was a, uh, I, I thought he was hilarious. He was a nice man and uh, very, had a sarcastic sense of humor. Um some And he had uh, some of his routines uh, while he was on the air was uh, the cheap, trashy showbiz report, clunk letter of the day, and, of course, animal stories. Oh, with Tommy Edwards. Little Tommy. I love that. Oh, everyone does. And uh, let's see. He was born in uh, a town, uh, some town called Quasquinton, Ohio, Iowa. Never heard where that is. And it's very uh, small. Then he, his family moved to Idaho. Was 13, and uh, he changed it to Lujak, you know, and because of a, there was a football player called Johnny Lujak, and then he attended college there, started, and then he started as a radio disc jockey in 1958 in, Cald in Caldwell, when he was growing up. 
and then he worked at other stations and then i uh, went to boise and spokane and then he uh we had a brief time in california and santa Bern- san bernardino and then returned to washington state in spokane and seattle and in boston he was called johnny lujak and then i think he changed his name to larry then he, he got hired in chicago for wcfl am 1000 and uh, he and uh, once he got into the air, he he just took off. But he only stayed there briefly. He only stayed there for about a few months, and then he got hired at WLS in August 1967. And he was there for five years in the afternoons. Then he went in the morning, and that's where his popularity peaked. That was wonderful. Then he left. Then he worked four years in back to WCFL 1000 in the afternoons. And then for some strange reason, he went back to WLS <laughs> in 1976. And he was there for 11 years. And then uh, he was in the mornings and in the afternoon. Also simultaneous at WLS FM 94.7. And he stayed there until 1987. Then he worked... Uh, Briefly, it was a radio, uh, I think as it was WBBT, but that was w, that was uh, WFYR, FYR, yeah. And then uh, he only worked there for about eh, less than a year. And then the last radio station, it was uh, WRLL 1690. I used to love this station, and uh, they played a lot of oldies, you know, very uh, obscure ones, very rarely played. He was there for three years. And, but he was broadcasting from his home in New Mexico because he moved, you know, uh, before that, and that was that was it for his career. And then, um, so he was wonderful with that. And uh, but his famous uh, routine was, of course, animal stories. So here's a commercial from 1980 featuring Larry Lujak. And, and little Tommy, Tommy Edwards, on Animal Stories. Enjoy, everybody. This is Larry Lujak. Animal Stories is more than just a feature on my morning WLS radio program. It's a serious responsibility. Whether it requires research, determination, and courage. My beat is the animal kingdom. My job to give you its news firsthand. I wouldn't have it any other way. Right, little Tommy? Right, Uncle Larry. Good morning, chillins. It's time for Animal Stories. Mornings with Larry Lujak on WLS. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial. Uh, that takes me back. Uh, what a wonderful man and uh, uncle and uh, little Tommy. Uh, Animal Stories, uh, three albums were released from 1981 to 1983. You can find them on Amazon. I, I did I, I did a search. They're available. Uh, albums or maybe cassettes uh, or converted to MP3 if you like. My memories of listening to Larry Lujak was like in the 70s, uh, like any kid growing up on a transistor radio or my toot-the-loop radio, Panasonic. <laughs> and uh, and it was wonderful. I listened to him when he introduced music and did animal stories and all the other crazy routines he did and, because he's one of my favorite disc jockeys. Second, and the other one was Bob Surratt, which is still working at WGN Radio. And uh, 
You know, he's just, uh, he was Chicago. It was perfect. He was perfect in that. And, you know, it's a shame. He had that good voice, wonderful sense of humor, like I said before, and uh, so endearing to his fans. And a nice man. He really was. And then um, when he retired, he retired to uh, New Mexico. And, uh, you know, he had some health issues. You know, he loved playing golf. It didn't matter, you know. Uh, I th- I've heard uh, his his first his son died, and uh, I, that took his toll. So I think that's the one of the reasons he retired. He didn't want to do this anymore, and uh, so that's a shame. That's a real shame. And uh, he's in the Radio Hall of Fame. So uh, if you ever get in the mood to listen to Uncle Lair and Little Tommy. Go on YouTube or any website that you can listen and download, and uh, it'll take you back to a wonderful time. It'll make you laugh. It really will make you laugh. Okay. So that'll be all for today. I discussed the 60th anniversary of Spider-Man and also the uh, radio disc jockey, Larry Lujak. And uh, thank you for joining me. I had a wonderful time. Uh, Next up, I will do my... Other podcasts, TV Oblivion, that's coming up soon. And uh, both will be posted and uh, uploaded on any podcast that's available. Also on my social media accounts, uh, which is Van Chicagoland. And also I have a Facebook page for TV Oblivion. You can do that. You can see that as well. Excuse me. Uh, I I created a QR code. If you see that, just... uh, Take your smartphone and scan it. It'll take you right there. Okay. I will do another uh, podcast episode uh, later this week. I will let you know. So this is Pico Sanchez, your host of Ashley Island Stories. Have a wonderful day, everybody. And uh, bye-bye for now for me. And here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye. Bye-bye for now. Take care, everybody. So long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.